Welcome to the There's More Podcast. I'm Rachel and Karen's here with me and we're helping women dream bigger, pray bolder and live empowered. Today we are talking to Jen Dutton, who is our friend, which feels so fun. But we are just, we are breaking it down on bondage and um, just bondage to debt, bondage to how we look, our labels and, um, you know, just things that we, that just keep us stuck. And you are going to love the vulnerability. And I think you're going to be like, wow, do not conform to this world. Let's just be done with all this. I'm excited that you're here to hear this because I think it's going to change your life. Welcome to the There's More Podcast. Jen Dutton, welcome to the There Is More podcast. This is so fun. We love interviewing our friends. So it's like, this is feels so right. funny. It's like, well, let's just go to coffee. But right. we're actually talking fully about Jesus. There will be no Amazon purchasing. There will be. Well, we, so we think. I mean, maybe, maybe. But we're going to take a halftime break and share our favorite Amazon tips. I love it. Nice. But we, I, you know, oh, we've been around you. I've been around you for years and my husband knew of you and your husband for years before that but we really had an intersection um you know at a at a random dinner honestly that that kind of like unlocked some things in you but we want to hear about your story before that so tell us like how you got here what happened with your life and what god has done in you know just a few minutes just give us the okay. the cliff notes version okay well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited about being here. Um, so the Cliff Note version is raised in a somewhat um, religious home and that my mother was a daughter of missionaries. And because she was raised overseas and kind of forced to live that lifestyle, she did not put the pressure on us as children. I have an older brother. So although I knew about Jesus, knew about God, never really heard much about the Holy Spirit. So like you all say in Father's house, um, it was all about the golden ticket that I knew Jesus loved me and he had forgiven my sins. Okay, mm -hmm. so from there, the age of 12 or 13, I decided, you know, had enough knowledge in a charismatic church to go down front and say, yes, Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At that point, I never had anybody really discipling me. I just knew that he was my Lord and Savior. Right, right. I um, grew up with a very performance-loving father. I loved my dad. I, there was no disrespect there. It was how he was raised. Right. Um, but because of that, and then not having a disciple, I really, you know, Jesus was in the back seat. I was doing it all on my own. My mother also, I think, having been raised overseas, was very independent. So mm -hmm. she taught me to be very independent. Right. So even though I knew Jesus, I loved him and I knew he's in, I mean, I didn't know that he was in the backseat, but I heard him in the backseat and right. everything I did yeah. was because of my own efforts. Yeah. And I was you know, quite successful. I was blessed. Not, I wouldn't have said I was blessed. I would have said I got it because I was working really hard um, to have a career in pharmaceuticals, had all the things I wanted in regards to well, my car was a company car, so I didn't have the company car. I didn't have the car I wanted, but I had the clothes I wanted. Um, I thought that people were respecting me because of um, my what I knew. And I was teaching and mentoring and bringing people, you know, instead of into the 
the grace of God into the uh, information of whatever product I was selling at that point. Yeah. And, and I moved into management. So I would say about 2000. Um, well, there's two things. One, I was married at 30. Uh -huh. And let me just backtrack for a second. There. Yeah. And at that point, he decided six months into the marriage, he didn't want to be married. I was 30 years old. Mm. that's when I really fell on desperation and that, oh my gosh, I never thought this would be my life. Right. Mm. Um, moved from Tallahassee, Florida to Atlanta and was just in search of a church. And Jesus, that's the first time where I was really searching for him. Yeah. Running after him and um, found a couple of churches, ended up at a mega church, mm. loved the mega church, was there for a long time. That's where I um, realized actually there was a relationship portion of me and Jesus. That right. There was a relationship. I never heard that before. Wow. So <clears throat> that was actually wonderful. And I was there probably for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. And in the process of that's where I met my second husband, Bill Dutton, who was amazing, who was running after the same things I was. Yeah. We got married in 2006. And the dinner that you're talking about is we had mutual friends and I was celebrating them and their engagement. And I knew you guys were good friends. And I had heard of you, Rachel, from Shannon Schaefer, mm -hmm. funny enough, about Be Still. And um, at that point, I don't know if it was Father's House, but just about this study. So I was excited to meet you and heard that you were just, you know, wonderful and great, like a tornado that comes in oh, with the grace right. and, and the glory. A good tornado. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I look forward to meeting her. Well, you did just that. You came in and um, you were just a breath of fresh air. And at the very end of that, you prayed over um, Darren and Sandra for their mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard anybody pray like that mm -hmm. before as I mean, a real relationship, like you were talking to your friends and yet <laughs> it, there was so much power and humility and love. And I thought, okay, that, that's what I want. Yes. That's what I'm missing. Mm -hmm. And that's when it all started. Mm -hmm. I, from there, I found out about father's house, went to be still, met Karen. <laughs> um, and my life changed. As you all know, I was at father's house actually twice. One, my mother passed away in um, about the middle of it. So I had to um, mm. fall out. Yeah. But then uh, 2018, October, it was actually October 23rd, 2018. I've got it written down. I was baptized um, in the Holy Spirit. I was overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, and that, from that point on, my life changed. And from a knowing one that I learned from Father's house, mm -hmm. all the things mm -hmm. about the Holy Spirit, about Jesus, about Father God, and that he loves us. And he's been pursuing us from the day he knew that we were who he knew who I was before the creation of the world, mm -hmm. has plans for me before the creation of the world and loves and adores me. And is not the judge <laughs> on the throne, Karen, as you say, who's yeah. turning around and telling you what to do and how to do it yeah. and with anger. It's, yeah. it's instead with love and abundance that yeah. we don't know about and can hardly fathom. And um, so from there, I, just, I chased after him yeah. you know, to oh. a point where I actually went to Kara's Bible college. I mean, right. 
the age of what, 52, I guess it was when I, yep. uh, two years later. 52 years Bob young. Died, yeah. So Jen, I'd love to kind of pause because I know um, one of the, you know, one of the things that I love about your story is just, um, you know, how, like, how you, what, what you felt like gave you identity and how did God begin to really kind of peel that back off Mm -hmm. of your life so that those things were no longer your identity? Can you talk a little bit into that? Yes, I I did kind of skip over that. So as I said, my divorce certainly put me in a place of desperation. Then I remarry a a man who's amazing, who's chasing after Jesus as well. And we both were having, we were having the same arguments. I was feeling the same way. I, you know, it says in Romans 2.12, we're supposed to be transformed, right? Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I, I was not being transformed. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was the same person. I had a relationship, at least I thought I did, but that was not changing. And I was so frustrated by that because I was doing all the Bible studies. I was doing the conferences. Yeah. um, And I just was not changing and, and changing in that all what I thought made me happy, which is, you know, the house we live in, the cars we drive, Mm -hmm. the, clothes on my back. It was all such, that's who I thought I was. It's who I thought would bring me the most joy and happiness. It's who I identified with. If I didn't have a brand name on my back, if I showed up somewhere and wasn't, you know, didn't speak eloquently or look my very best, that I was not going to be loved and respected. Yeah. Now I don't, I couldn't tell you all of that. I thought life was grand. I didn't feel grand inside, but I thought, okay, well, this is, I guess this is just as good as it gets. Right. Yeah. And Jen, just to pause on that, like, do you okay. think it was, cause I, th- I don't know that, you, I mean, I'm asking the question, was it unconscious or were you very conscious because like were you buying those things and wanting those things because of the environment that you were in and they were always doing that and the friends that you hung out with or was it like really like I want to wear Prada or I want to wear Gucci you know I'm just curious like I I think it's a co- probably a combination but I'm I'm wondering like were you just doing it because that's what you'd always done do you know what I mean? Like, I no, think there I, is. I think, I think that's a great question. And I would say it really wasn't the girls that I was hanging out with. I mean, I, I think I'm very, um, it, there's very few girls that, um, trying, I want to say this in a way that's, um, that have the desire to be in that kind of branded clothes. They didn't, I, I think for me, it absolutely, I was never taught that. My family, you know, we, we were not wealthy. Right. Um, I was in debt twice, up to $20,000 both times, trying to keep up that image. Yeah. Wow. Um, before yeah. Bill Dutton. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, but even married to Bill, I, I'm, there was a time I opened up a credit card. He had no idea. Mm. And I started charging on it. And because I wanted brand, I wanted expensive clothes and, yeah. and we didn't have the budget for that. And so um, I got in debt while I was married to him, too. See, I love that you're uh, this is just an you know, I love that you're bringing this up because I know there are people who are listening that are have gotten themselves in debt because they they Mm -hmm. think that that the clothes or whatever it is that the things for their home 
it they they're trying to fill a hole. What was yes. the hole that you were trying to fill, Jen? Yeah. Yeah. To your point, it was identity. Mm-hmm. I thought that being able to afford or not at that time, mm-hmm. uh, those brands would bring me that people would think, oh, she's she's good. She's yeah. important. She's got it made. She's, yeah, important. she's important. She's wealthy. She's smart enough to make that kind of money. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I thought that that made me likable. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, and now I was not the kind of person to say, oh, you know, I'm in Prada today. And, yeah. And have written all over me. I, I, I was not that person, but I myself right. it, needed inside. to know mm-hmm. I had Prada on my back mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Hey, friends, we absolutely love creating this podcast for you. And if you want to help us continue to do that, we would love your support. In the show notes, you'll find the link or you could go to BeStillMinistries.net. Thanks so much for listening. So going back to identity, Bill and I were talking and I was saying right before, not right before, but for years, I mean, I, we had stopped going to church. I kind of pulled away. I started listening to other people on um, podcasts at this point and was just searching for something more. So your question was, was it conscious or sub? I think it was a little bit of both, mm-hmm. you know, because you kind of, you weave back and forth between a a great day and then Mm -hmm. a day where everything is is great and yet you feel like "Ah, something is missing missing. Mm -hmm. this isn't cutting it Mm -hmm. for me all Mm -hmm. these things now that i have can't afford all the things it's great and yet my husband and i are still fighting about the same things and i don't feel the joy of the lord right Um, well and i think the thing about is so fascinating about bondage versus freedom is if you've never walked in freedom, you know, like, you know, the scripture, your truth will set you free. I mean, for me, yeah. I was always like, I, if the truth, I know all this truth intellectually, yeah. but it's definitely not set me free. And, and even to that point, it's like, I think when you're in bondage, like people who are listening are thinking, well, I didn't know that being in debt is being in bondage. Well, maybe some people know that, but you know, being it yeah. being in bondage to, well, I've got to only wear certain clothes, you know, certain mm-hmm. brands or whatever. Uh-huh. And yet it, it is bondage when, when we can't, when we, if like we don't, the way you know if you're in bondage is if you don't have those things, how will you feel? Yeah. yeah. Right. So how did God begin to set you free, Jen? How did that happen? God, that is, um, I, I think it was through Father's house. It was through. Which the, Father's I'm, house it, is what? Yeah. Just so people don't. I'm oh, sorry. I think that it was through the teachings of Father's house mm-hmm. and that I was a spirit being first and foremost mm-hmm. and that I had a soul and a body and that my soul was taking in all the things of the world. I, the world was who was identifying me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said I was is who I was. Yeah. I had no idea that I had a spirit being inside of me that was holy, forgiven, righteous, restored, mm-hmm. had resurrection power Mm -hmm. to be able to know that that's my true being. Yeah. And that in knowing that I was able to work through my soul, the things that were hurtful to me, the things that clinging to as my identity to find out that that were, those were lies to have to keep me in bondage and then be able to be set free from those things over a period of time. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, everybody's different. Um, 
and then to be able to walk it out. And I'll tell you this too. I also had depression. I've left that out. Mm -hmm. That came on me with my divorce at the age of 31, I guess. Um, and in that talk about bondage, but that I had, I had agreed with that and said, I have depression. Yeah, I have depression. Yeah. I deal with depression. Like, I, I don't know how many times I'd said that. So I was a depressed Jennifer Dutton. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my identity. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I found out, you know, what you, the power and life is in the tongue. Right. Mm-hmm. Simple things like that you've heard about a million times, but there's so much truth in that. <laughs> when I found out that that is actually not my identity, that that does not have power over me, Christ took that, all the curses on at the cross, then I could walk in complete freedom from that mm-hmm. based on the journey he would take me on. I'm not saying, you know, you just go off your medication one day. Um, there's a journey in that and yeah. a, and a union with Jesus to find out yeah. really who I was, why that had come into my life. And then I had resurrection power to walk through that, um, to be able to come out on the other side as joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually joy of the Lord. It is, I am amazed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am amazed now how the enemy comes, you know, to kill, steal, and destroy. We all know that. But he comes at the place where he knows that you're vulnerable, right? So he already knew from a childhood memory, I won't go into that, that I thought I had lack. Mm -hmm. So because I thought I had lack, that's when I started to turn towards brands and intelligence and everything in the outside of the world that then branded me, okay, that would be my identity because I had that on or spoke that way. The, I'd lost the joy of just walking in freedom, having no idea that's what it was, but I'd lost that true joy that comes from within. And when I found out that, I have, that I'm a spirit being, sorry, that I am a spirit being first and foremost, yeah. that I have the joy of the Lord inside of me, it's just a choice mm-hmm. that I make on a daily and even minute by minute basis, that that joy, people had told me that when I walked into the room, they thought that that, that I was joyful. It's like they saw in me before I saw in me who Mm. I truly was. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's neat. And so now it's just me reminding myself, bringing that to yeah. memory, which the Holy turning Spirit turning to truth. Me. Right. Yeah. And, and then walking in truth. And now, and now I am freed up to be able to walk in that rather than the things of this world. Yeah. Man, what? I mean, it's just, I, I think it's so important for people to hear, yeah. you know, these stories just because you know, to your point, I think everybody knows that scripture. Don't be conformed, be transformed. And 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 it's like, what is the secret sauce? And there, and I don't think there's any, there is no secret sauce. The secret uh-uh. sauce is Jesus, but it's yeah. Jesus and the journey. You yes. know, and for each of us, that journey is so different. Yeah. So different. And there's different points where finally it's like all of a sudden the break, it's almost like the breakthrough sticks. You yeah. know, I think we have those. Yeah revelatory points and then we have those moments of really genuine breakthrough where he breaks through a mindset mm-hmm. that yes. has been imprinted on us uh-huh. that we don't even know 
It's just like to Rachel's point of confirmation bias. It's mm-hmm. just how you see the world or how you see yourself or yeah. how you see your circumstances. And, and it's just the love of God yeah. that literally enables us to begin to see a different way. I mean, really, because that's what repent means. We've taken this this word repent and made it all about making a list of your sins. Opposed to he's saying, yeah. I'm just... I just am here to change, change your mind. Your mind. Mm-hmm. I, that, I mean, that is so it, you guys. It's so <laughs> it. It's the renewing of the mind. And, and to your point, too, the love, the relationship, the union with God is where it all starts. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 different for everyone. And, it, yeah. and it's taken a while. It's not overnight. Mm-hmm. No. It really isn't because it's just so different. It's I was raised that if I gave, then I received. Well, this is just all give, 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 mm-hmm. and, and us receive, receive, receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a upside down belief system yes. that it's really hard to receive that kind of love and to believe that someone loves you that much. And then it's just the goodness of God. It's what he did for us. It's not about what he we And then he expects how. nothing in return. Yeah, because right. we nothing. only know, a, we only, it's very rare, I'd say here yeah, to be in boring. relationships where where you just are given love yeah. and nothing is expected oh, or yeah. required right i think that's the big word required yeah. back from you oh yeah jen i think you mentioned something you're like you kind of glazed over it but for people who don't understand you said something that happened as a little girl what oh. were you doing when that happened and can you go and can you share a little bit more about that because i think it's like, I think so many times, especially I know it was in my life, like I did not really realize that zero to 12 was impacting my 35 year old self. Like yeah. I just thought, oh, I had a great childhood. And then you're and it's not like you're trying to dig up your no. you know negative wounds from your childhood. It's just like Holy Spirit just wanted to gently, you know, hey, I want to share this with you. I want to show you this through a different lens. So can you share a little bit about what that was where lack came in. Cause I think this is a, I think, I yeah. think a poverty mindset is, uh, I, I don't want to say universal cause that's not true, but I do think most people struggle oh, I do too. with a poverty Fear mindset and we just don't understand where it comes from and you identified it. So can you identify it? Can you share a little bit more about that? Sure. So I was in, gosh, y'all remember when JC Penney, um, oh, yeah. was a really big deal. I love me <laughs> so some JC Penney. Oh, that's right. I'm remembering the story now. Yeah. Go yeah. On. Sorry. JC Penney's, uh, it was downtown and we were going back to school shopping and we, I had picked up clothes. I had cl- tried them on and we're in the cashier line and she's ringing everything up. And then the total came and my mom was like, wait, what? Oh, wait, we're going to have to put some of this back. And um, uh I had to choose what to put back. I mean, so, you know, at the time, plus my mom, I mean, having no idea. Yeah, of course. But I, that's Mm. what what the Holy Spirit brought to mind for me is when the enemy used that opportunity to come in and say, oh yeah, no, you're not worthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, um, she doesn't love you enough. You're in lack, you're not loved, you're not important. Everything you could, um, I guess, conjure up for lies came in at that point. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, and it, it stuck. And yeah. I, it's interesting mm-hmm. because, you know, you had said earlier, 
did I, or you had asked earlier, did I hang out with women like that? It's, I, I just, I don't know anybody that had had that kind of attachment to brands mm-hmm. and clothes. And I mean, to the point where I've got in debt twice without Bill, once with Bill, $20,000 each time. That's a lot of clothes. And it's a lot of clothes. Oh, wow. A <laughs> lot. Considering from someone who shops well, not, at Goodwill, actually, I'm like, not I that can't much. imagine. I not can't. that much if you're buying Prada, right? Oh yeah, I'm that's guessing. like three outfits. Well, I mean, well, kind of. I mean. No, that's hilarious. Um, but I, that's where it started. Yeah, yeah but but what is so? Yeah, but what is so interesting to me is like the reality was your mom was being a good steward of what yes. she had, and yes, the Rachel. enemy. Yes. Like he had a, he had a, a target on you yes. to take you out and to like block your destiny. I mean, that young, which that is just infuriating to me. Yeah. I mean, that is such a good point. That is such a good mm-hmm. point because I, that really hit home with me just now. Cause I remember, and this is too long a story to tell, but um, I don't know now, I guess I'd have to look back in my journal. It's probably been about a year where I had a really wonderful encounter with Jesus, where he brought me out of this bondage. Because y'all, I've been in this bondage, even walking, you know, after baptism yeah. of the Holy Spirit, the overwhelming of it, I still had jealousy and thoughts that came in my mind mm. about the you guys. I mean, mm. we could be at a um, dinner or wherever, and I, there were thoughts that the enemy would use to come into my mind and say, oh, you don't have that. and Oh, she's got this and see how better she is at that. And I mean, just, just, it was awful. And I kept thinking, wait a minute, I'm a spirit being, I should be, have changed and transformed. I love these girls. That's not true. I don't feel that way about them. Mm -hmm. Why is this? Sometimes I would, and other times I would allow that Mm -hmm. to make way. And then I'd have a a feeling towards you. You would never know. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. Yeah. So anyway, the Lord brought me to a place where thank god he brought me freedom where mm-hmm. let me see if i can remember the big takeaway was he asked me shoot i'm not gonna remember it's all right this is really good too but it was basically <laughs> that if oh i know what it was thank you jesus if my house burned down and everything in it uh-huh, uh-huh. what how would i feel mm-hmm. you know what i said relief Wow! <laughs> I would feel relieved because then everybody would know I don't have anything. I'm starting from scratch. Wow, fascinating. It's not about the things I have. And most people would be like, oh my God, I'd be devastated. Right? I think that would be the answer most people wow. would have. That's my family photos, whatever jewelry you Man, want. Man, that's that freedom. Kind of whatever. That but is my freedom. My first immediate response was relief. Relief. Because yeah, everybody just would get to know. start over. You know what I mean? And that's when I realized, well, that's exciting. oh my gosh, yeah, this has really got a hold on me and I, I'm, I'm done with it. Uh-huh. I, I'm done uh-huh. with it. I was released and free. And now it, mm-hmm. instead of me comparing or wanting what others have, I can truly celebrate it. And you talk that's about awesome. freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so beautiful. I love so it. Good. Hey friends, if you are looking for a Bible study this fall, you've heard Rachel and I talking about Father's House, which is an eight-week 
video-driven curriculum that we created that really leads you into what we call that more that we've been talking about here on this podcast. We've got a great discount for you for our podcast listeners, and the code is FH20, and you can find a link in our show notes, or you can go to fathershousestudy.com. I did just want to take just a few minutes just to, because you talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It is something we talk about on this podcast, and um, it's for some people, it's, it can be a little triggering of words. Like, what's she talking about? Why do, wasn't she already baptized when she got yeah. saved? And da, da, da. Can you, what is, what has God done in terms of your understanding? And then with that understanding, what it's, how that's impact, how that part has impacted your life. Holy spirit. Can you just talk to that for a few minutes and then we will wrap up. Okay. I will do my best. Okay. Sorry, I opened no. up a big can, but just, yeah. Yeah, a simple, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it really um, simple. So absolutely, I was saved, I believe, when I was probably 12 or 13 from a standpoint of really knowing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I was baptized as a baby. My mother made, you know, and parents made the um, <coughs> like, decision to baptize me as a baby. I feel like I was baptized at the age of 10 to 13, somewhere in there where I accepted Christ as my savior. When that happens, Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. Sure. Yeah. You, that's it. It's And then you are sealed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it. you have everything that the Holy, that he, the Holy Spirit, not it, he, the Holy Spirit has, you have, you mm-hmm. are wrapped and sealed and he lives inside of you. And you, that point, are a new creation. Yeah. You might not know it, but you absolutely are right. Old man is dead. And that is with the water baptism, right? right? So then I got water baptized when I was moved to Atlanta and I was in a mega church. I decided I wanted to profess that Jesus was my Christ and savior. And um, I was wanted to be water baptized in front of people proclaiming that, yes, I believe mm-hmm. um, the dead, that I, the old man is dead. And I came up and resurrected life like Jesus who lives inside of me, Holy Spirit. So that was my first baptism, accepting Christ, pronouncing with my mouth out loud, yes, he is my Lord and Savior. The second baptism was water baptism. It's just a statement to show others that, hey, I believe he's my Lord and Savior. Um, And then the third baptism is just, you know, It's interesting because you can, there's a lot of different teachings. And as you know, I've been listening to quite a bit for our our teaching in the fall, which we're obviously very excited about (laughs) still, um, that I'm going to say this. I know at that point in time, I stood in line. Stacy Zotnick was at the front of that line and she asked me, have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? That mm-hmm. was the language she used. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that language, but that's the language she used mm-hmm. that day. It could be, have you ever felt an overwhelming sense of the Holy Spirit? <laughs> have you felt that you've got power to deal with whatever yeah. it is that you're dealing with, walking through life? Have you and asked my answer for more? to all of that would be, yeah, no, no. <laughs> No. In fact, what are you talking about? Right. I didn't even know there was a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Right. right. So, but yet she said, okay, well, there is. She explained it to me and it's in Acts. It's um, all over Acts and some other yeah. places. But so I, so I said, I believed at that moment, okay, I believe what you're telling me. 
And so I want that. That's yeah. what I want. And I'm telling you, and you guys know it to be true. My life changed that moment. And then I then had this power and overwhelming zealousness mm -hmm. to yeah. know Jesus, mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. in the word, word, the word popped off the page to me like never before. Mm -hmm. um, and I have been able to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. I, he's always been there. That power's always, it was there. I just yeah. didn't know it. And through that experience, I'll call it the baptism. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 it's, I feel like had, it's a supercharge. It's yeah. like, it supercharges yeah, your life. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it totally changed my life. Mm -hmm. Right. I know it to be true. I would, I would argue it to my grave. Yes. And not only that, mm -hmm. not just me, I'm not trying to convince anybody. It's all over the word. Yes. Oh yeah, totally. Well, it's, it's funny. Rod, Rod drove up to Connecticut and he rented a Tesla because he wanted to drive one and he could charge it in four hours at a regular charger or he could go to the supercharger and charge it in oh, wow. 30 minutes like the same right. and i feel like you like that's to me that is the baptism of the holy spirit yeah. it's like you get further faster and for yeah. a, more good. people than you would have just alone with you know holy spirit in you but holy spirit wasn't for others like you're right. able to give things away. And yeah, yes. you know, and for those that are listening, you know, he says, wait, you know, he's talking to the disciples. He's already been resurrected. He says, wait until you are clothed with power from power. on high. Yes. And yes. so, you know, it's like Holy Spirit is in you for you to enable you to walk out this grace life. And then the Holy Spirit is on you it is kind of the way almost I see it, like clothed with power. Yes. And that yes. power is for others. That's when we begin yes. to see manifestation of the gifts of healing in our lives, the yes. gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation, miracles. All these things miracles. are in 1 Corinthians uh, 13 and 15, I think, or something mm -hmm. like that. So anyways, uh, so well, awesome. Jen, that's been fun. Great conversation. So good. Super relatable. I, I, I just know that people are finding themselves in this conversation. Yeah. And, um, and so we just like, I think even in wrapping up, we want to invite you to yeah. join us, you know, as we take people on a journey, the journey that Jen has been on with Father's House. It's an eight week curriculum mm -hmm. and um, with these really power packed meditations that will help really engage you in a real way with the person of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And mm -hmm. so Jen, just as we wrap up, would you pray for everybody that they would have this transformational experience? Yeah. Eyes would be opened. Yeah. Yeah. And Jen, the, the, I think the other thing too, we just, you know, listened to another podcast with a friend and he wasn't praying into the problem. He was praying into the possibility. And so will it. you pray into the possibility of freedom from from labels. I mean, I think yeah. that's like to me that is so it's just a hallmark of your of your life. It's just like freedom from the things of this world. Like don't be conformed to the things of this world, but what does that look like? The possibility. Mhm. Mm yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank yeah. you, Lord. So, Papa, gosh. Oh, how we love and adore you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. For the freedom that you've given me, Lord, and that what you always say is I or what we say, we can't give away what we don't have. And Lord, you have given it to me in abundance. I 
Thank you, Jesus, that you are the provider. Jesus, you are Jehovah Jireh and that you have plans for each and every single one of these women that are listening. Mm -hmm. And Lord, so I just, I just praise you for the opening up of the eyes and the ears and the revelation, Jesus, that you're going to bring about for each and every one of these women, exactly what it is they need to know in order to let go of um, or receive Jesus of what has already been given to them. I just pray expectation, excitement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Yes. I just pray that all the goodness that you have wrapped up in packages for them to open, Lord, that they are able to see and reach out and receive one by one, that they are mm. overwhelmed, Lord, by the goodness of who you are. I just... Thank you, Jesus. I just, Lord, I just ask for multiplication of what you've done for myself, for Karen, for Rachel, and for others on this podcast, Lord. Mm -hmm. I just ask for each and every one of these podcasts that when they are listened to, that eyes and ears are open, Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that they receive exactly what it is you'd have them receive at the perfect timing to be able to walk out and not only be set free from what it is that had them in bondage, Mm -hmm. but for them to set free the masses. Because of what has been given to you or to them by you, Jesus. You are greater than he that lives in this world. And we speak that over each and every set of ears that listens or or watches these podcasts, Jesus. I just thank you for the delivery of labels and anybody that is listening, that has gone through anything close to what I experienced. Lord, I release you now Amen. in Jesus' name. I bind up labels as a, your identity, throw it at the foot of the cross, and mm-hmm. I release freedom, mm-hmm. freedom Thank to receive Lord. the abundance that comes from God that will overshadow any label, right? Because his name, your name, Lord, Jesus Christ is above all names, every label out there. Right now, Jesus, I just praise you, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much. What a privilege <laughs> and an honor. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this podcast, we would love for you to share it, first of all, with your friends. Leave a review. It really helps other people find out about us. And anything else you need, you can find it in the show notes. Thanks for listening.